the secret sauce to Be Pro Be Proud is you don't just make them aware of what careers are out there and how much they can make, where they can get training or where they can go work. You have to get them interested by letting them experience it. So everybody knows what the game trucks are. They've seen them at birthday parties. So this is a former game truck that got fabricated into a mobile workshop that is full of simulators that shows them what it would be like to be a commercial truck driver. When we were picking out the simulators, I have three boys, and I said, every kid likes a gas pedal and a steering wheel, so let's make sure we have one of those on here. So the big question is this, how do you elevate the status of the skill trades today so that the next generation of workers will be able to close the skills gap tomorrow? That's the question, and this podcast is on a mission to find the answers. Welcome to Inside the Trades, and we're your mission guides, Matt Consigli and Derek Cameron. On today's episode, we're on site in Atlanta with Misty Martin, President and CEO of Be Pro Be Proud Georgia. And she's going to tell us a story about how they've taken an innovative, hands-on, and tech-first way to put the trades on wheels, believe it or not, and bring them directly to your school. Listen in to hear more. We're here on site. We've had an incredible week. We've talked to so many different people, teachers, skills USA professionals, contractors, industry folks that all just really have a passion about closing the skills gap and creating opportunities for young people because there really seems like there's a missing piece of the puzzle for so many of those kids. So we're super interested to hear your story because you know you are you're not just talking about it, you're doing something directly impactful at making a change for these kids that for a long time have probably felt lost or just haven't known what their path is. So that's what we want here. Why don't you give us a quick intro on how you're doing that? All right, great. I'm Misty Martin. I'm president and CEO of Be Pro Be Proud Georgia and the Cherokee Office of Economic Development, which is a community about 30 miles north of Atlanta. And we recruit businesses into to Cherokee County and obviously help our existing industries expand. We're a quickly growing community from a residential and commercial development standpoint, so a lot of construction. And over the past five to 10 years, we've heard over and over again from our employers that they can't find enough workers in the skills. And we also noticed that our, our school district did a fabulous job of bringing really talented kids to the college level, but we didn't know what was happening to the rest of the kids that were graduating. Did they have a career or were they just flopping around from job to job? And so we started researching different ways that we could close the skills gap and we found Be Pro Be Proud Georgia. So we bought a license to operate it in Georgia. We started it locally and quickly scaled it almost instantly to a statewide effort. And we feel like it's really changing the perception in Georgia and beyond. Yeah. Now, Misty, when you say you bought a license, can you explain really quickly, what's the broader Be Pro Be Proud organization look like? So this started as a workforce development initiative in the state of Arkansas with the Arkansas State Chamber. And it just so happened that I learned about it on a business trip to Arkansas and came back talking about it. And our local leadership, our business leaders said, why can't we do this here? And they were going to start selling license for other states to get into it. So we were their first licensee. Since then, South Carolina's come on 
and Tennessee and North Carolina are about to come on. So it's it's really going to be a nationwide movement, which it needs to be because it's a nationwide, really a global problem. Yeah. yeah. So for everyone listening, so they can envision, what we're sitting next to right now is a huge tractor trailer truck. And my guess is this is what the license gets you access to. Right. This truck is fitted with demos. You explain what's, <laughs> what's in this truck and what do you use it for? Well, the thing that we felt like set Be Pro Be Proud apart from any other workforce initiative that we had looked at is it's far more than just an awareness campaign. And if you talk to industries, they're like, how do you get into the schools? Like, how do we get kids interested in this? And, you know, kids learn, we all learn by experiencing. And so the secret sauce to Be Pro Be Proud is you don't just make them aware of what careers are out there and how much they can make, where they can get training or where they can go work. You have to get them interested by letting them experience it. So everybody knows what the game trucks are. They've seen them at birthday parties. So this is a former game truck that got fabricated into a mobile workshop that is full of simulators that shows them what it would be like to be a commercial truck driver. When we were picking out the simulators, I have three boys, and I said, every kid likes a gas pedal and a steering wheel, so let's make sure we have one of those on here. There's a welding simulator, there's a plumbing simulator, there's a healthcare station, automation and robotics, and then we've also added line worker through the Oculus virtual reality. Very cool. So that's definitely a, a field that they're in need of. Yeah, so you're bringing these trucks out to local high schools, and in a hands-on way, making it real for these kids, what would it be like to work in the trades? With modern technology, we talked about virtual reality, like advanced trending tech that's in this space, and you're bringing it straight to the school's doorstep. Yes, and we're letting them have a good time. You know, most of these kids don't know what it's like to hold a, you know, a welder, the wand, and they've never even thought about how things are built and what a weld bead means holding something together. And so we give them that experience and they have fun, so they listen and it's somebody besides their teacher and their parent telling them about it. And what we've found is the parents have really learned and the educators and counselors and administrators have really learned as well of all the options. And, you know, these teachers and counselors are so overwhelmed because they're handling so many students, but when you can have something like this come in and show them potential pathways, makes their job a lot easier. And we've had a lot of parents who have reached out to us that have said, my husband and I both were college graduates. We assumed that our son would go to a four-year college, but he experienced Be Pro Be Proud and, and he, he makes good grades, but he just says, I want to work with my hands. And yep. can you tell us how to direct him? But then there's those kids that don't have the concerned parents that have to find their own way. And this is a way that we can lead them to actionable next steps. So in Georgia, we have dual enrollment with our technical colleges. So you technically could come out of high school with two years of technical school or your core knocked out in that time. And so those are options. And then we have the HOPE Careers Grant. So you can go to school in one of these high demand careers for free. And these kids just don't know of all those options. But the parents and teachers, we've, we've gotten a lot of testimonials that we've just picked up on from parents posting. My son got off the bus today and for the first time he was actually happy because he had experienced something that he felt like he where he fit in. That's amazing. I want to go deeper in that for a second because you shared a stat 
We stopped by here yesterday and you shared a stat that in your son's school district, 80% of the kids go on to college, only 40% of them graduate. Right. So there's just a staggering number of students and that's not specific to your school district. That's pretty consistent across the country. It's a staggering number of kids that for whatever reason, I don't, we don't have to talk about the reasons, but they're heading down a path that's clearly not working and just stuck and aren't sure where to go yet. So hearing you tell that story of your son getting off the bus and, and being happy for the first time in a while to go to school and learn this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. there's gotta be more of that at scale. Definitely. These kids need to feel like they fit in somewhere too. And you know, not every high school has shop space. And so those kids that really wanna work with their hands, shops are hard to fund. And so, you know, if you're having to build, you're in a high growth community and you're having to build a lot of new high schools, that may be something that you cut out as a, yeah. as a school district. And so it's really important that they get this exposure. Just earlier today, we were talking to one of the judges for a carpentry contest, and he was saying that they've seen so many schools over the last, I don't know, 10, 20 years remove the shop class wing and replace it with a computer wing. And now they're finding, oh, maybe that wasn't the greatest idea. Right. <laughs> or, or, you know, and, and what I mean by that is keep the computer wing. That's important. But don't eliminate the shop wing. Right. We still need those skills. And now people are trying to figure out how do you bring them back. You figured out how to do that literally on wheels <laughs> and go from school to school. So what's the feedback you're hearing from the schools when you go out to visit? Well, the first thing they want to do is know how they can sign up to have the mobile workshop back another, you know, the next school year, or can it stay longer? So we've done no advertising for Be Pro Be Proud Georgia. We've j it's just been word of mouth with work-based learning instructors, TAE administrators, and so it's it's been word of mouth because they they want to make these connections for their students. And I don't think I mentioned this earlier. We actually highlight 15 high demand high growth careers on the mobile workshop and on our website. And we spotlight what the average earnings are in Georgia and then also what the top 10% make. So they know if they're really good at their job in Georgia, you know, a computer programmer can make almost $140,000 a year. Yeah, the money definitely matters. You wanna have a job, a career that's fulfilling and is challenging you and is keeping you mentally stimulated, but let's not kid ourselves, the money matters. And the money's there in these fields, especially when you talk about they are in high demand. Just because there's a skills gap doesn't mean that these jobs are in high demand. They are. There aren't enough people filling them, which is going to drive salaries up. And a lot of them are fun. Like, they're fun jobs. Yeah. Right. They're very engaging jobs. Yes. My, my oldest son's a welder, and, you know, that's his favorite thing to do. Besides tear stuff up. <laughs> right, right, right. He likes right. that too. That's a typical teenage boy. Right, right. But I think because we have a wide variety of skilled professions, and that's another thing that we do. We don't really call them skilled trades. We call them skilled professions. That's more for parents and educators than it is okay. because these people are professionals. They're professionals at what they do and should never be looked upon as less than. And so I think the pandemic has really shown us how important these essential jobs are. And we want it to be things that are, you know, who knew that computer programmers and web and app developers didn't go to a four-year college? I didn't realize that until we talked to one of our 
I didn't know um, that. Yeah, one of our web and app development companies locally, and he said, we have 30 employees, the founder. And he said, and I'm the only college graduate because these people get in and they learn how to code and program, and they uh, it doesn't mean that they have to go to yeah. Georgia Tech or whatever for, for a four-year degree. And they are, they're also walking out without all that debt. And so we have dirty jobs, you know, like the welders and construction and working outside and heavy equipment operators and things like that. But, but we also have, you know, healthcare and computer programming. And as I say, it's everything from nerdy to dirty. It's just high demand, high paying careers. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> so there are lots of options. Yes. This is all about, that's what it's all about at that age because it's hard to know what you want to do when you're 17 and mm-hmm. you still have plenty of time to figure it out. But I learned a lot of times the options just aren't presented to them. The information right. is not presented to them. So kudos to you for doing that through the program. Thanks. It's, it's, been a, it's been a labor of love for sure. But when you see the light bulb go off for these kids and for their parents and, and teachers, it, it's yeah. very rewarding. So if there's anyone listening right now and, and they want to, I know Go Pro Go Proud is expanding across several states right now. I don't know what the rules are, if it's exclusive to one license per state or one truck per state, but if there's anyone listening right now that's maybe not in their state, how do you recommend they get involved and how can they explore that process a little bit? Sure. The, the nationwide site is just beprobeproud.org, and then the states that are participating, you, you can find those on, on that main hub, and then like for ours, it's beprobeproudga.org. Okay. So, and like for South Carolina, it's beprobeproudsc.org. Great. Great. Yep. Thanks so much, Misty. For I enjoyed it. Sharing your story and, and joining us, but also for, for doing this, because it's clearly making a big impact. And, and we'd love to see a lot more of that in the years to come. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. All right. So, Matt, how awesome was that conversation? And just to tee this one up, folks, just to paint a picture, a visual picture for you, prior to meeting up with Misty, we had heard her name from several people that we had been talking with throughout the conference, and they were all universally like, you really need to talk to Misty Martin. She's she's just a game changer. She's just, she's a rock star. So, of course, we're excited to see her, and while we're walking around the conference, and, and let me just provide the context of this. It is the Georgia World Conference Center. It is a massive complex. There are three gigantic halls, all of them filled with people building tiny houses, welding set up, culinary set up, uh, healthcare set up, pipe fitting, electrical. They had drones in there. They were doing cranes and excavators and other simulators. So this place is massive. Jet engines. Jet, yeah, they did Pratt and Whitney engines just in the middle. So we're walking through and lo and behold, we come upon what is basically a retrofitted NASCAR pit van in the middle of the facility with simulators of cranes and diesel trucks and welding, electrical. It's just, yeah, it's just, just loaded. So you can imagine what we are looking at and we're like, wait a minute, this is, and then we find out this is actually be pro, be proud. So putting, having the visual and then actually having a conversation with Misty and realizing what 
they're doing down there in Cherokee County and throughout Georgia. I mean, it was just, it was stupefying. I'm sure we have photos of the setup, right? So we'll have to get those in the show notes and be sure you go take a look because it is an incredibly impressive setup. But after you take a look, you know, this tractor, this is what's going on the road. This, and it's been all around Georgia. I know they're doing it in probably half a dozen other states at this point, getting to as many schools as they can, exposing high school students to the trades, you know, again, through advanced technology, virtual reality simulators and hands-on instruction and learning. And we talked about they've become the de facto shop wing of these schools. It's incredibly impactful and, and incredibly impressive what Misty and her team have been able to put together in a short period of time. And the demand for it is just out of control right now. And the feedback that she was getting from the schools, all universally being like, so when are you coming back? You can imagine being like a student and finding out that these guys are going to be at your school and you're like, all right, what's that? They pull in and then you just lay out all of this incredible gadgetry and technology and you're like, wait a minute, this is all an area that I can actually get involved in right now and actually make a pretty good living on. I mean, that's going to get my attention. Absolutely. And, and my favorite part of her whole story is when she was talking about her son, who she said for the very first time enjoyed school when he got to be exposed to this stuff. And he's far from the only person who I'm sure feels that way. And that's what it's all about, right? There's a whole generation or half a generation of kids that go to school and say, I don't want to be here. I don't fit in. I don't belong. This isn't for me. Be pro, be proud. And their peer organizations are closing that gap and making kids feel like they belong, making kids happy for the first time in a long time. That's what it's all about. They really are. And for folks that are listening here that are trying to learn what they can do in their community, I mean, reach out to these guys. They're incredible. Misty's incredible. I mean, she's an economic development leader in her community. So she understands from a community basis what is going to help their area prosper and start building the talent workforce that is going to be filling those ranks for years to come. And she's got so much to offer in this arena. So definitely check out both the Be Pro, Be Proud website and also check out what they're doing, too, in Georgia. 100%. 100%. Derek, anything else? No, I want to get back there and start playing with the simulators again. I, I mean, that was that was that was a ton of fun. I mean, as a kid of the 80s and living at arcades, I mean, this was you want to throw a, a backhoe simulator or a, a truck driving simulator in, in an arcade now, I'm there. So this one spoke to me and it spoke to the 80s, uh, the, the little boy in the 80s. So I'm uh, I'm all in. Totally. We're going to have to figure out how to get one of those up here in New England. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to start I haven't. Like, I haven't seen anything like that up here, but one day. Yeah. Very good. So that's a wrap for another episode of Inside the Trades. Again, stick with us. We'll be dropping these every single week. We're on a mission to figure out the answers for closing the skills gap. So that's uh, Matt Consigli and Derek Cameron once again. And take care, everyone. All right. Take care, everyone. Take care, everyone.